Hello and welcome to the Children and Books podcast. And I'm happy that Rachel and Lubina are with me. Today we are talking about children movies and especially um, uh, how children movies uh, evolve in, in the time and through uh, throughout the generations. Hey Lubina, hey Rachel. Hello from Leipzig to everybody. Hello Rachel, I'm very happy that we can today talk together again. <laughs> Hello from Scotland. Yeah, it's lovely to be here again. So today we're talking about books that have been made into movies. And I guess we could think about it in terms of what it's like when our favorite book is made into a movie, because sometimes that doesn't work out quite as well as we hoped. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do do you remember like one uh, one particular book that has turned into a movie now? Yeah, well, I was thinking of a couple. Um, there's a book by um, by Roald Dahl. I think it's a Roald Dahl book um, called Danny the Champion of the World. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen that mm -hmm. movie? Uh, not yet, not yet. It's it's a very old movie. So it's it's a movie that was around maybe, I don't know, 30 years ago. You know, my kids used to watch it when they were little, mm -hmm. and mm. it's um, it's about a a boy who's lost his mum, and it's sort of set in the nineteen fifties in the British countryside. And so the boy, his mum has died, and he lives with his dad, and his dad's a gamekeeper. Um, so, do you know what a gamekeeper is? It's the guy who looks after the pheasants and the grouse, the birds on a big uh -huh. estate where, yeah. where the posh yeah. people go and shoot the birds as a Okay, as a okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. All right. And um, so, yeah, so it's, a, it's about this boy and, um, and how he wants to save all the pheasants from being shot. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so he um, – he and his father work out a way to trap the pheasants by putting a little sleeping drug into into a raisin. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and, and they put the raisin in a little paper cone. And so yeah. when they peck the cone, the cone ends up on their beak and uh -huh. it covers their eyes. And so they, they just lie down. Okay, okay. And so once they all lie down, they go around and pick up all the pheasants. So yeah. So when the um so when the the people from the big house the posh people go to shoot go off for their days shooting there's no pheasants anymore yeah anymore yes no. <laughs> okay okay but then there's another problem because in the garage that they put all the sleeping birds you know a few hours later <laughs> they start waking up no. yeah yeah no. these are fine things you can good show in a fiddle more to make yeah. it really funny yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's I mean it's interesting uh, when I think of of children movies um like all of the children movies I knew I know and uh, throughout uh, like in my generation um were books earlier on like I I don't remember one movie that wasn't a, uh, a, a book earlier on and um I mean the the one movie that is particularly in my mind right now is Pippi Langstrumpf. Do you know Pippi Langstrumpf? 
Yes, I do. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, like everybody knows Pippi Langstrom, but yeah. I think that this was like the, the first book I uh, I read. I mean, Lubina read to me, I guess. Uh -huh. And then I uh, watched the movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 For me, was uh, the last thing with a movie and a children book was I was reading Anne of Green Gables. It is oh, a classical wow. book. Yeah. And I really mm. enjoyed this very girl full of life, full of questions. And she was just a very interesting type of, of a girl. <laughs> but, yeah. but then I have seen, then I started to look a new movie about this, uh, this book. And I had to say it was too, too many for me, too much. There, the, the girl in the film was talking mm. like in the book, but in the film it was too much to me. Mm. And in the new films, sometimes they put violence, which isn't in the book. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe they think it's more interesting than, or people mm. like to look at it. And, but I think. Why? Why you put it in? Let's let's let it like in the book. There can be a, a fine world without that. It would be nice, yes. Mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. other things which I remember, I remember more the films which we looked together, Branko, when you were mm -hmm. a child through the years. There were a lot of very fantastic movies for children with good, with very interesting ideas. Mm. Because in movies you are so open to to change something or to have other things in a world which we normally don't have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is very aware in my head. I, I don't yeah. have now a title, but or always. Yeah. And Luina, now uh, I remember now this one book um, you you read, uh, Ready Player One, and I just watched the movie Ready Player One. And uh, uh, what was the, the book like for you? It is not a children book. It's a fantastic, it's a science fiction book for adults, but it is really crazy. And <laughs> I couldn't yeah. stop to read it. And I love <laughs> science fiction too. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good science fiction like Ray Bradbury or this Ready Player One. Now I have Ready Player Two. <laughs> to, <laughs> to see a, just another world with, with problems we never have mm. and how they go, how they, Heroes go through his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. It's like to look at science fiction. It's an opener for the mind. Mm. And how was the film, Branko? Oh, the film was just great. I loved it. I loved it. It's, it's all about like the, um, it's all about, um, uh, people not living on, uh, on earth anymore, but like living on earth, but, uh, only being in, in the metaverse, only being like in, in VR. And, um, it's kind of a dystopian, um, future okay. about, um, yeah, humanity. And it's just interesting how they played it out and everything. And in the end, it was like a happy end and the world got uh, good again and so on. But, uh, I just remember Lubina, Lubina told me, Oh, Branko, you have to read the book or watch the movie. And I was like, okay, let's, let's watch the movie. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like really interesting. Mm. So did you see the movie as well, Lubina, or have you just read the book? My problem is when I read a book and really love it and have this whole big universe, which is detailed, written down. And in a movie, you can only take maybe 5% of a book. 
yeah. and you put then other things to it and you you go with music and all the things which is a little bit uh, changing the emotions of who is looking it mm. and i more enjoy in a book so i'm every time i i'm thinking do i really like to because it's like when i read the book i have my own pictures they are not mm. so clear like in a film but when i look a film then they are there's written down over it so my unclear pictures are gone because yeah. the film pictures are dominating it oh, yeah, yeah yeah understand yeah. understand and yeah. how is it with you rachel do you like well to- similar really i mean there's um there's been some books that i've read and they've made films of which i have yeah i've had that feeling that it's it it just didn't capture the essence of of the book mm-hmm. for me um and the, those are mainly um you know adult fiction books that i've i've read that i'm thinking about um but also i've i've some children's books i've they've made movies out of and I've been really delighted with the movies. And um, so they captured mm. something that it may mm. not have been what I had visualized in my head, but what they've captured is um, is as good as or as, as beautiful. Um, so one of one of the um, when they made a movie out of um, out of um, Dick's um, The Sheep Pig, when they made the movie Babe, that was mm-hmm. um that was really, really special. And um, yeah, because did you know the story in detail before? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. We all knew the story, and it yeah. was the first book of Dick's that had been made into a film. But we need to t- to tell to our listeners he is in your family. The yes. author was your grand grand. Yes, he was. He's my husband's grandfather. So, yeah, Dick King Smith. So this is a new point. I think it's a very special point when you have got emotional uh, relation to the person, or you have written it on your own, and then they make a film of it. It must be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, they were. Well, Dick was absolutely delighted because he didn't. He, you know, he had no idea. You know, he wasn't. He wasn't a big businessman or very kind of savvy with you know, writing yeah. a book and selling the film rights and stuff like that. Yeah. I think, you know, I think he'd sold the film rights about 10 years earlier, you know, for mm-hmm. not very much money or something. But when he saw the film, he was absolutely delighted. And, you know, ah, the, main, the main characters, you know, particularly the main, the lead male in the film, the farmer, yeah. he, they, they, had, they had just captured him. Just right. <laughs> and, um, this is very lovely. This is a very yeah. big thing. So he was, yeah, he was very, very <laughs> pleased, and um, and it was, and it is a beautiful film. I don't know whether you've seen Babe the movie. Yeah, of course. It's a lovely, <laughs> lovely film, and um, <laughs> and whereas Babe, you know, they they brought out a sequel which had nothing to do with the books. They did a second mm-hmm. movie called Babe Pig in the City, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um and that's just nothing it's it's kind of not oh. nothing to do with with the original book. It's just taking ah, yeah. putting the pig in New yeah. York or something. So yeah. that didn't have the same resonance. 
Uh, but often it is, huh? When you have got one good book, then they like to do another one film, another one yeah. film with it, but it's not the same. Yeah. I think sometimes it's better to let one one book or one film and that's it. Yes, yeah, there's a saying, isn't there, to, to quit while you're <laughs> ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the other the other films that I um, quite enjoy, and again, they don't capture everything and they don't capture the whole essence of the story, <clears throat> but I do love the Harry Potter films. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I need to say I really enjoyed it. I love these details mm. that this is everything done so nice. Mm. The very big violence scenes are not so nice to me. No. But the other world, then it is nice to see it. Eh? Yeah, the the magical world, and um, mm. you know the um, the like the the magical street in London that you get through yeah. through the walls, yeah. you, the <laughs> diagonally, diagonally, yeah, where yeah. you know where all the kind of magical shops are and things like that. Yeah, I think it's just beautiful the way it kind of brought all that to life because although. You know, and I think that's another thing with when you visualize, you have visual images of stories that you're reading, but when you're, what you're reading is beyond your experience realm, mm -hmm. you don't know what it's going to look like. And so, yeah. you're, you know, you're mm -hmm. creating it and, and that can be great, but yeah. also to have, you know, to have that kind of given to you in a movie as well. Yes. It's like this is this is really I think it's good that you mention it because this is a a film or a book where it's uh, it's another kind. That means here it is nice to have a film where they show you all this nice decoration and what they are imagining, how it looks like and I think we can look it again and again. Mm. When I think with with seventy we can look again Harry Potter, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it will be interesting and nice for us. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed Harry Potter as well. Like uh, Lubina me had a deal. Uh, every book I read, I can um, watch the movie. As I was um, younger, I, I think I was eight or nine or something. And uh, then later on, I, I watched all the movies and it was just just great because like the. Uh, the movies and the, the new world that merged from, from these movies um, were so inspiring. And then I, I remember we were in London and uh, went to the Harry Potter Museum. Yeah. This was like a great, great uh, memory. Mm. Yes, yes. To see it alive. This Yeah, to see, to see everything alive, the, the <laughs> scenes and, and mm. so on. Yeah, yeah that's this really is magical, good. isn't it? Yeah, magical, magical. And I think I would say this is a very good point to, to start, stop here, to, to let this magical world. I, I, I hope or I wish everybody to find new films, to go to a magical world, a little bit, yeah. a little break of the reality. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, when, it's when the movie finds the magic of the story. That's what we like, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, this is true. Right. Yeah, this is the point. When it finds oh, yes. the magic, then we really, when we really enjoy it and connect <laughs> to it. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, I would say, let's go. Let's have a look which films are in the moment uh, on <laughs> and 
thank you to all our listeners. Thank you, Rachel, that we could talk about films and magic. Thank you. Bonjour, au revoir, arrivederci. Bye bye.